0: It's time to talk about all things racing. NASCAR, IndyCar, sports cars, and Formula One. This is the Final Inspection Show, presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Now, here's your host, Steve Zocchi.
1: And welcome to the Final Inspection Show. I am Steve Zotky, along with the Polish pipe bomb, Jeff Orlowski. What's happening, Steve?
2: So, what's going on? Uh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> there's no sports. There's nothing. This is so, awful.
1: So, you know, it's times like this, you kind of, there's a curiosity factor. Okay, just what are they going to do? So, on the way in today, well, let's see what's on NASCAR and Sirius. They're playing last year's Fields of Honor. 400, 500 from Atlanta. Okay, yawn. I never understood the, you know, if something's there's a rain out, let's play last year's. Because number one, it has a tendency to cause confusion. Yeah. Especially for the very casual fan. Maybe that's by design. Who knows? But I'm thinking, you know, it's like, why not put something on a little bit earlier? Put something on pre 2001. Let, let them see a senior race or something. I don't know. Just a thought. What do you think?
2: Yeah, you know, I I get it. I get it. You know, I think the reason why they do it is they don't want to confuse people with uh, well, too many do, number though. changes and all that, even though with the way that these drivers are swapping rides year in, year out, you're going to do it anyway. But, uh, you know, anytime anytime there's a rain out and you got to play an old race, I would. I'm like you. I'd prefer it be a, a race from earlier, but uh, but you know it doesn't necessarily
1: have to be like old old, but maybe a couple years.
2: Yeah, yeah. But you know we're not the casual fan. No, we're not. So, it uh, it is what it is. But uh, I would rather I'd rather watch an older race than uh, than listen to those talking heads uh, go at it for <laughs> four hours talking about nothing. Filling
1: filling time.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: let's interview this guy. Let's interview the guy who qualified 34th.
2: Let's see what Timmy Hill thinks about yeah. uh world uh world pol- political issues. Yeah. yeah. And then the
1: worst is when they just they have nothing to say and they just plug sponsors. Okay, whatever.
2: You know, it uh it, it's it's obnoxious. I
1: understand, you should plug a sponsor, but let's be a little more creative and you know, we we all know the uh The stigma that's been attached to NASCAR, so. Oh, yeah. For God's sakes, it was an SNL skit, wasn't
2: it, a few years ago? Probably. I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in 20 years, Yeah, but, uh, you know. I feel
1: bad for my wife, though. Because this was supposed to be the debut of the Husky Chocolate Special.
2: Marcus Erickson. Okay. So. You know, I think... um... Auto racing is the sport that was, that this, you know, quarantine, this no fans allowed, it would have suited auto racing more than any other. I understand why basketball canceled. These guys are sweating all over each other. It's full contact. When you're in racing, you know, obviously there's barriers between you and uh, your competitors and stuff like that. Uh, You have no, if you're not going to allow any fans in there, you can sit there and NASCAR changes their rules every single week. (laughs) And, you know, usually we give them hell about it, but what they could have done is sat there and just taken out where pit stops. Don't count against you. And, uh, you know, okay, we'll allow you to pit two times or, you know, uh, we'll have if the stage is 60 laps long, um, you know, mandatory yellow at lap 30, 60, 90, 120, split up the final stage however you want. To keep these guys separate, what they could have done is sit there and have like a third of the teams come down pit road. A third of the team's pit in their garage stall, and a third of the team's pit somewhere out in the parking lot. And you could have kept these guys, sep- you know, completely separate from each other. and everything like that, you wouldn't have had to worry about loose wheels because they'd have time to hit it with the gun, use a torque wrench to torque them on. you know, So then the only reason why you're coming in for an unscheduled pit stop is a mechanical issue. Or damage. And, okay, if that happens, then you're screwed. Um, But you could have ran the races. And with no college basketball, no NBA, no baseball, no nothing, it could have been a huge, huge uh, just, you know, needle of interest into this sport. It would have been an adrenaline shot that could have given NASCAR – you know, it was – this is one of the chances that they had if they could have ran this week, next week. Um, it could have given them a shot to try to save their next TV deal. Instead, you know, now they're in the same boat that they were before, and they're going to get their legs, you know, completely cut out from from under them. So I, I think it's a, a completely blown opportunity well, For the world of auto racing, here's two things.
1: Two things would have been, let's say, a significant amount of people, especially fans, got exposed. Well, it wouldn't be fans, but let's say the support personnel got, you know, you know Bob Bob uh, Johnson, who was the ticket or not the ticket taker, but you know some type of security guy or whatever, or, you know, some You know, the media would, have, the general media would have found out, and then you would have had to. Oh, I can't believe that everybody else took off. But what the rules don't apply to NASCAR or IndyCar, and that's what that's what the spin would have been.
2: But yeah, you know you have these, and guys. that's why
1: that's why they, they they stopped. They were they were ready to run, but then when you when you when 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 all the sponsors go, well, yeah, we'd like to run too, but you know there were outside influences that so you know we can't run this thing because Penske. Penske w- with St. Pete, and we'll be talking to Ed- Eddie Lepine, who was actually down there when the race was canceled. Uh, I-, I thought he gave a very interesting point on, f- t- 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 was it late Thursday or was it early Friday, where he said, you know, we're, we're, we understand where the St. Petersburg mayor was coming from. With the no fans, we don't have a problem with that. We will abide by the wishes of them and the health department, blah, blah, blah. However, we still plan on racing because at that time, the PGA was still on and Disney World was still open. You know what changed? PGA went away and they closed Disney World. So there you go. You know, Once those two dominoes fell, they were kind of painted in the corner. Well, you can't be the only thing running. Why? Because it that's not the
2: world we live in. Do I do I agree with that no but you know you have the select media and you sit there and you everything you cut is shut access down. like a- absolute crazy so you've got you know uh Bob Pockers there you've got Jeff Gluck you've got a few others David land of course you know his uh he gets a pass to anything he wants to go to but you sit there and you completely limit the access. Then you make the guys sign, you know, sign a waiver, you know, you get sick and you mm-hmm. know, whatever, blah blah, blah, it's on you. You know, enter at your own risk. but you you have to run. You have to run. this is this is their shot. It was their shot. And they you know, they blew it. And if
1: if, like I said, if if they would have stayed, if, if the other two events would have stayed on, Perhaps or a few other decisions were made where a few other things are gonna stay open. But when you have everything shutting down, you can't be the only one open because then the then the look is like, okay, well, why are they open then? Don't they care? For I like I said, doesn't matter whether you're right or wrong, that's the perception and, and, and the powers to be understood that. So let's let's you know what? Let's take a step back. You got the president. You have everybody else. You kind of oh, everybody's going. Okay, we're gonna pull this together. Okay, everybody, Team America. You know, we're we're all gonna let let's all pitch in. Let's do this. If you're sick, stay home, quarantine. You know, everybody. It, we get through this together. Hopefully, best case scenario. This is not a prediction, but best case scenario and everything. Eh, about May, you're gonna start to trickle. You know, you're gonna open up the faucet a little bit. And then hopefully by May 15th, things really start picking up and we start returning to some normalcy, whereas your people that are still at risk have to, you know, quarantine themselves and be careful, but the general population can kind of get back to their life. That's my feeling. I could be wrong. We could be all dead in six months. It ain't going to happen. But I, it's, I'm thinking... You know, everybody's, the line, you know what the line in the sand is? Is, is Memorial Day. Because that's when everything really starts kicking in the high gear. Not only here, but everywhere. Indy 500, Coca-Cola 600. You get all these, you know, other things in, in play. That's when, you know, that summer sports season. And we'll see what happens.
2: Well, that's the rumor now with uh, with baseball as they're talking you know, m- m- Memorial Day being basically opening day. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter
1: for Milwaukee. Our opening day is always filled, and the, and the attendance has been very good the last few years. But that could really help. Are your Kansas City Royals, maybe even the Florida Marlins, or the Miami Marlins now, you know, teams that have struggled to bring in crowds those we've we've seen the video late april uh you know you look at the you know brewers are playing the marlins and you got what four thousand people there if that you can hear you can almost hear every person in the crowd yelling you know i mean yeah they
2: they have opening day with a huge crowd game two there's no one no one there
1: and this could be a plus i mean how many how many years have has, has has this been a discussion on sports radio shows across the US about maybe condensing schedules? How many times? I mean, it, I mean 162 baseball games? Mm, you know, it used to be 154. That sounds pretty good. Remember when the NBA played uh 50 games? That was nice. I that, like that. That season that was, was good. that was a good season. It kept year because what what who is what is the shortest season around? Football. Now they're even trying to tweak that, but football was basically, you know, Labor Day to Valentine's Day, boom, and then you're done, and people are wanting more. What, what's the old adage in, 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 in showbiz? You know, have, have the audience wanting more. Well, that's not the case really with, with baseball, even NASCAR somewhat. NASCAR, you're going from February to November. So there's speculation now. We'll talk about that in the next segment. About maybe a lot of these seasons and that are going to be running to Christmas on the motorsport side. What is what is basketball going to do? You know, if 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 they're off till May, let's say let's just case of argument May fifteenth. You know what? Why why not do why not do a a playoff to start the playoffs? But everybody's in, and then your your old your your team your. Your lesser teams, your your more scrub teams that aren't are outside looking in right now. Your Sacramento's and, and and other teams and that Minnesota and that, I mean though you do a best of three or something, it's not going to be better than, uh you know than than, than having to filling out the ski season for those guys. But you can condense the season. You have playoff basketball. Get the non-playoff teams to qualify. Expand the expand the field. And go from there. I think I think it would work out. And you know what? The NBA is a flush in money. That's not an issue. They can help these teams that are, that are having it. If let's say a Minnesota and some of these other teams that are struggling, not really the Knicks so much, but uh, you know, there's other teams out there too that may may not qualify or ain't doing well. If you know, if those teams that are losing games are in financial issue, the NBA can step in. So.
2: You know, I I'm all for uh, condensing the schedule. You know, we've talked a lot about uh, the NASCAR, and yes, it's 36 races, uh, but it goes on too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that it's you know nine or 10 months long of a season, that's why I want to see him race on Wednesday night somewhere, uh, and start having this could be a way of uh, that. This w- might be an option. You know, for them. weeknight racing, but uh, so yes, that could help. But you know. Part of it is I'm pissed off because my kids are off school for the next three weeks. <laughs> I'm pissed off that there's nothing to watch on television because all sports are canceled. You know, I'm just pissed. And uh, all I was looking forward to was, oh, I finally will have about four hours on Sunday where I can tell my kids to shut up and go away, and all I have to do is, is watch cars turn left at an amazing track such as Atlanta, with the tire wear and you know they've uh, the races have been good out there uh, lately and you know for NASCAR following up the hell of a race that they had at California um, or Auto Club whatever the hell uh. you want to call it you know but I'm pissed I'm pissed
1: all right there you have it Jeff is pissed we'll take a break and come have, come with more on the final inspection show show brought to you by of course the Great Lake, legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove we'll be talking about more of that as we continue into the show
0: this is final inspection with Steve zaki presented by the legendary Great Lakes dragway in Union Grove on 1057 FM the fan.
1: Yeah, welcome back to the Final Inspection Show, Steve Zatki, along with Jefforowski, Jeff the Polish pipe. Bomb. Yeah, I gave, I wanted to give you that extra pregnant pause.
2: Well, I appreciate it. I I look pregnant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, how has this affected us personally? Well, of course, everybody, it, anybody who's working full time, it's affected you in different things that that are happening at work and whatnot, and. In, A lot of companies cutting down travel and doing all sorts of stuff like that. Uh, For me, you know, not too much. I didn't have too much scheduled right now in the short-term future, but there's people like Jeff here who actually was going to go to Florida and now
2: is not. Yep, was going to leave a week from tomorrow and uh, spend uh, the kids' spring break down in Clearwater, and that's getting canceled, so... Uh, sitting there and, and fighting with uh, with uh, VRBO and all that stuff to try to get refunds and, and all that. So, uh, you know, that's been great. Uh, Alice Cooper concert got po- uh, postponed. Oh, so, it did. Okay, I didn't uh, hear that. Yeah, so that is uh, that sucks. And three weeks off minimum for the kids from school uh that sucks so yeah it uh it's hitting me pretty hard here steve as i i i
1: i I praying for you regarding those kids being home all day yeah jumping on you i just
2: (laughs) i'm gonna send them to your house (laughs) no one's there they can pet the dogs that that's fine that's fine just uh you know I'll send them with a couple boxes of Cheez Its and uh they could sit there and, and yeah, have have a dog day. Let's
1: walk through a few things. I was taking some screen screen prints as this thing was unfolding late in the week here. And it was uh, Thursday morning when the Bay, Dade Miami Dade County uh declared a state of emergency regard, regarding the COVID nineteen for those of course it's the coronavirus. And they they had postponed they said they were postponing the race, but then NASCAR said, well, no, we're just going to ban the fans. And so, okay, we're good for that. And then Sebring, the first thing that that, that canceled uh, the major stuff was the WEC, World Endurance uh, Championships. Those are sports cars. The European car, that raced twice here uh, in the U.S. And it was coming uh because of the travel ban that Trump had announced uh, starting yesterday, so there's still a lot. All, most of the drivers are still in Europe. Well, we might be able to go to the U.S., but we can't get back. So WEC said, "You know what? We're going to cancel that part because that was being held in conjunction with 12-hour, 12, 12 hours of Sebring." So they run the WEC race, so I think it was an eight or 12-hour race on Friday, and then uh, Saturday is the 12 hours of Sebring, and then. Shortly thereafter, than 12 hours, of Sebring said, you know what? And I like this. They said, we're going to postpone it, reschedule it, and they rescheduled it to uh, the weekend of uh, November 11th through the 14th. Should be safe by then, <laughs> I hope. Yeah. So IMSA said, you know, fine, you know, let's all right, we're not going to fool around. Let's just reschedule it, this and that. And this is where we're kind of getting, where it gets a little dicey here now. So uh, NHRA postponed the Gator Nationals. Uh, you had um, let's see here. Then we had the St. Pete, and then uh, the Atlanta situation. Now, and I, I mentioned this in the previous segment about IndyCar, which they were going, we were going to run it without the fans because PGA, Disney World's open. Well, guess what? PGA canceled, Disney World canceled. When I heard that, I knew, I knew IndyCar was going to cancel, which they they did, as did NASCAR in very short order. As did the world of outlaws, who was out in California. Of course, California is, I think, uh, second or third uh, hardest hit so far, along with um, the state of Washington, which I believe has the most. So they postponed their um, their California swing. As did Usac. Usac was also scheduled to be out in California in the next couple of weeks. So not only that, it's it's interesting, but you know, this is. You know, just real tedious little stuff. But, I mean, all sorts of stuff. Talk about the NCAA tournament. Okay, the NCAA tournament, fantastic television, a lot of sports fans. I'm not a huge college basketball fan all year long. I love the tournament, though. It's condensed, you know, play or die, basically, move on to the next round. It's riveting. It's entertaining. The games are short. Of course, I've stretched it stretched out the last couple of years with the replay, but that's another debate entirely. But it's bim bam boom. That Thursday, that, that Thursday Friday is awesome. I mean, when you have you know the 32 games going on and it, you know the staggered starts and everything, I just think it's rollicking. And and the, the fans and the nation has certainly uh responded to that. But you know, what's the other thing? It's probably what next to the Super Bowl, the number one gambling event in the U S would you not agree?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Super Bowl first. And then the NCAA I think tournament is second.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, for me, it all starts and I, I love college basketball. I watch it, uh, year, year round or, you know, season long, I should say. And, um, you know, if I'm sitting at home and, uh, you know, there could be pick any NBA game you want. And then, Little Sisters of the Poor up against some other school I right. never heard of. I'll watch that uh, instead of of the NBA. And, and I love it. And, uh, you know, so for me, the NCAA tournament starts with the conference tournaments. Because, you know, you get upsets and you get these one-bid leagues where, you know, a team that, you know, came in uh, ranked eighth knocks out the number one, wins the tournament, and now all of a sudden they're going dancing. And granted, they're a 16 seed and they're going to get murdered in the first round, but still they're there. Right. And, um, you know, I love it. And it's it's college hoops from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. Uh, p. And so th- that took all my fun from, from la- last week away. Uh, tomorrow, you know, was supposed to be watching Atlanta – and then watching Selection Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Big Ten championship games. Uh, People take off of work. You know, yeah. yeah. And um, it, it, it's awful. And, you know, yes, I'll, I'll gamble on sports. Um, so, you know, is this saving me money? Sure. <laughs> I, I In the long run, I'm sure it is. But, uh, you know, it's just it's one hell of a price to pay, man. You know, you never thought, at least I never imagined a time when there would be zero sports to talk about. You know, um, my seventh grade kid's volleyball has all been canceled. You know, so all her tournaments, all her practices. Uh, my my 10- uh, ten, ten and 7-year-old swim class canceled. Everything is canceled. There is nothing to do. And um, starting last winter, when we had all that polar vortex and it was mm-hmm. negative eight million, and they kept shutting down the schools because it was too cold. Last, uh, they had a couple days. Oh yeah, you know we had these extra days built in. They won't have to get made up. And then after that, it was like, well, we'll just have. Uh, days when these kids can just uh, work at home and uh, they'll still get credit for it so we don't have to extend the schedule come summertime. And I told my wife, I said, just wait. I said, this is the start. And so now they've got the next three weeks off of school. One of those weeks is spring break. The other two are, you know, work from home on your... Um, Chromebook or you know whatever right. the hell they they give you for for the school year, and uh, you know again, will it extend the school year in into June longer? No, you know they call it school. Well, especially
1: with the with the national now state of emergency, I think the the um, the maximum days you have to be the, the that the state has and, and the federal rules. You know, you have to be in school. You have to have class so many days, blah, 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 You know, you, well that you were mentioning, I think those might be waived. So it'll be interesting to see. There's uh, so many layers to this. And, uh, well, let's find out what's going on. Let's see what's going on in the world of NASCAR regarding how are we going to reschedule this, What what's next. Let's talk to Dennis Michelson. We'll be talking uh, him next in the next segment, see what, what's going on, and see where do we go from here. We'll also, be talking with Eddie Lapine in the beginning of the next uh, hour, uh, who actually was able to get an uh, uh, interview with Roger Penske. So, we'll be hearing from Roger Penske uh, that he, from an interview from last week from Eddie. So, uh, a lot of entertaining things coming up on the Final Inspection Show, brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway and Union Grow. Thanks for listening. Final Inspection Show. Steve Zotti, along with Jeff Arlowski, joining us on the Great Mid- Med- great Midwest Bank Hotline. Easy for you to say. I know. I'm getting it, my my mouth is ahead of my brain right now. Uh, let's talk to Dennis Michelson from DMikeMediaFrontstretch.com. How are you doing, sir?
3: I am doing well. I'm doing well. It's been been pretty busy week here with uh, so much going on in the world of sports. Um, you know, just. Just got done posting our post our podcast about uh, extreme ironing from Birmingham, uh, Alabama, and uh, very unhappy that the Cooper's Hill cheese roll uh, was canceled Shocking. this weekend. I was, Shocking. I was looking forward to reporting on that, but so far it looks like the camel racing from Bahrain is, is a go. So we'll have lots to talk about next week on you know on the old uh, radio show.
1: <laughs> so. What? Give me a guess. I want the Dennis Michelson uh, guess when will the next NASCAR race be.
3: I am going to make a guess that will astonish people because I am going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that this crisis in about a week to two weeks will be deemed to be overblown. And or that because we made all these great moves, mm-hmm. we have staved off our, our death and destruction. And I think we will be back to racing by maybe the third week of April. It's going to take a while to kind of ramp things up. And I think IndyCar took the smart route uh, with how they did it. And, and I think the one positive that we might see out of this with the IndyCar season is that they're going to learn from experience now that extending the season farther into the fall is actually a good thing but um but no that's that's my prediction but you know who's to blame for all of this coronavirus don't you
1: i I was going to blame Jeff yeah, it's no, my fault. It's
3: the, It's even easier for you guys to to really jump on board with this because it's the state of Illinois, and I'll explain why. So the state of Illinois for years has had legal casinos here in the state, but they've been dilly-dallying about allowing sports betting in this state. They legalized sports betting, and the very first sports bet (coughs) was made this week by Eddie Olchek in Des Plaines, Illinois, first legal sports bet in the state. And what happened the next day? The NBA closes down. The NCAA tournament closes down. In the entire sporting world, closes down. I'm a cause and effect guy. We didn't have sports gambling here in, the, in Illinois. We've, our governor saw it as a great way to bring in more tax revenue. And what happens? The whole sports world closes down. Well, that's
2: because he bet the White the
3: Sox. <laughs> well, that is also you can you can actually blame it on a bet on the White Sox for for closing down all of sports. It's it's been pretty incredible.
1: This is you know, you know what? Speaking of Chicago baseball, this could be an interesting bet. Who has more wins, the White Sox or the Cubs this year?
3: Uh, this year, if they do play a full season of 162 games. Um, I'm actually expecting it to be a lot closer than usual, yeah. And I'm expecting the White Sox to just narrowly beat the Cubs.
1: Well, and and this is the other reason why the baseball season is postponed because for the first time ever, I actually did some fantasy baseball prep and actually kind of updated my lists and everything. And the reason why I say that there's a lot of Chicago White Sox on that fantasy baseball uh, cheat sheet. That's at that's pretty. That was a lot higher than some Cubs Cubs players, and uh, oh, yeah. you know, yep. they, they they got some young young turks coming up with with a lot of talent. It'll be interesting to see how that pairs out.
3: Yeah, I, I think you're you're looking at that. Uh, you know, going to be the case. And you know, I people have been kind of critical of me joking about NASCAR and IndyCar and stuff closing down. And um, I just want to say, I'm not worried about the big guys. Okay, right. the big the big guys in racing are going to be fine. The ones I'm worried about right now are the short track racers. We were just going to start to see the short track seasons starting in a lot of states at the end of this month or even the last, just this weekend. And we're seeing a lot of these short track events closing down.
1: Dennis, I, I'm not worried about that because... Seventy five percent of them were either rained or snowed out anyways for the last ten years, it seems like.
3: <laughs> no, that's 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 accurate. But I, I think some people are gonna take a hit if this if they don't quickly pull the plug, if nothing happens and the politicians are worried about pulling the plug on on all the you know, the the cancellations of everything. Which here's the thing, guys, and I you know, I'm not an expert on infectious diseases or anything like that. But I've seen us live through infectious diseases mm-hmm. that had a mortality rate of 15% or higher. Right. And we didn't freak out like this, where this disease is deadly to older people and people with respiratory illnesses. Their, their death percentage of people with respiratory illnesses, it's going from zero to death in like 24 hours over in Italy right now. But for younger people there's no harm. Like people are living through this at a remarkable rate and it's not attacking kids. And that's where I, you know, I I get what they're trying to do and I understand that. And I understand that NASCAR had to cancel, even though they were on site and ready to race without fans. I understand that IndyCar had to cancel. I really feel for the road to Indy guys. They've already spent money of being on the track down there in St. Pete, you know, my guy Brayden Eaves, uh, you know, Indy Pro 2000 this year, the, the champ uh, last year in the in the lower division in wrote to Indy, he was fastest on board. They were already on track. They were getting ready to grid up for their first race. And then two hours before race time for their first race, the whole pull, you know, the plug was pulled for the whole weekend. They already spent their money on travel, on you know, food and hotels and everything, the teams spent all that money to get down there. Now they're not going to cash a a purse check. These teams are on, and a lot of these drivers, are on such a small margin of survival that those are the guys I worry about right now. And and Road Indy, some of the best racing we have right now, but if you look at the number of teams, it's very fragile right now. You lose one or two teams in that division, and you're done with the road to Indy. And that's where I'm really scared right now for racing as a whole. Um, the big boys are going to have to do something to take care of the, the, the little guys. Just like we're seeing NBA players like like the Greek freak taking care of the people that work at the arena. I'm just, I think we need to see the same thing from the big guys in racing. Finding a way to take care of the little guys.
1: Yeah, I, I want to expand on that. You want us to hang over for another segment, Dennis?
3: Oh, absolutely,
1: guys. Okay, let's take a quick break here. Yeah, Yeah, let's take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll talk more uh, with Dennis Michelson coming up next on The Final Inspection Show.
0: This is Final Inspection with Steve Zaki, presented by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove on 105.7 FM, The Fan.
1: Yeah, welcome back to the Final Inspection Show. Steve Zaki, along with Jeff Verlowski joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. It is Dennis Michelson. Dennis, bad news, another cancellation. We got the 42nd Annual Ferrari Literature Art and Model Expo March 24th that my wife was going to be selling at has canceled. It was going to be held Saturday, March 21st at the Continental Autosports in Hinsdale. And uh, we were talking about financial you know, issues around this with, with cancellations and everything that is true because I mean, it's not going to break us, but that was, that's a pretty good show. I mean, for, for the stuff we're trying to sell in that, it was probably a a top three or four show in, in the Midwest for, for, for guys with some deep pockets and aren't afraid to spend money. It was a good show. And then we're talking about St. Petersburg. You're talking about the road to Indy guys. You know, there's a local guy here who does a lot of, uh, 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 selling with with uh, team uh, team apparel and promotional stuff you know he he, you know they're they're down there in St. Pete with you know five figures of of inventory that for the teams and then the teams are looking to to, to get something back from that too and that's gone too so I mean there's a lot of layers to this and I think that's real important what we're seeing what the president and congress trying to do is not to kind of hold off the financial ramifications are trying to help this, and, and 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 you saw this with the Bucks with the, with Giannis, and you've seen this with Kevin Love and some uh, some other players, uh, you know, helping out the part-time guys that work at the stadiums and this and that. I think you're going to be seeing more of that. And it's interesting to see, you know, where where you know we might be racing and, and and sports world might be back in in 30 days. You know that that could cause problems though financially for this nation that can it.
3: Oh, absolutely. And I'm just looking at it with some of the the groups that I work with. Um, Our Danville Dashers hockey team here, uh, we had a triple header weekend schedule. And between the three games, we are going to be pretty close to to uh, 5,500 people in attendance, um, almost sold out for tonight's game, which was a cancer benefit for a young cancer patient. So all of that money will not go to that cancer patient, Lincoln. Thankfully, Lincoln just got out of the hospital today. Um, so we were excited about that. But there's a lot of these events, a lot of these things going on. There's a, there's a uh, consignment auction here in town that one of the local farming organizations holds every year. It's about 70 percent of their revenue to run their non-for-profit, which does a lot of great, great things. And that event has to be canceled. I mean, there's a lot of ripple effects of this. And, yes, it's great that, you know, there's going to be some tax law changes and stuff to put more money in people's pockets and all of that stuff is great. But it's, it's playoff hockey time right now for minor league hockey. They end their seasons a little earlier than the NHL does. Playoff hockey is the difference between a team breaking even or making a few bucks during the season. And now there's the fear that that's all gone. The ultimate Frisbee team, uh, the ultimate Frisbee season was supposed to start in early April. Uh, My first game to call was April 25th. And right now in the state of Illinois, the governor has banned large gatherings until May the 1st. We fall into that because our capacity of our stadium is large enough to, to warrant that. Um, so all of these groups and leagues are having everything thrown into a flux right now. Uh, even you know, and, and the thing is, we're not staying home. Like, look at the mobs at the grocery stores hoarding everything under the sun. I mean, there, there was a lady at the the local Meijer last night that came in and bought two cases of Chef Boyardee products. Of the, <laughs> The the microwavable stuff that you know doesn't have to be refrigerated has a has a uh, a freshness date until the year twenty thirty five. I think I think you that
1: know, has a better chance of killing you than the COVID nineteen does.
3: Well, this is what I'm saying is we're we're exposing ourselves to all of these people because we don't have common sense, and maybe that's why we're not allowed to race, we're not allowed to have any sporting events anymore. Because 10 years ago when these epidemics happened and the germs came to the U.S., we all had the common sense to say, okay, you know, if I'm a vulnerable person who could be harmed by this virus, I'm going to stay away from that event. And the event went on. And amazingly, the number of people that got sick didn't balloon and, you know, we didn't drop over dead and all that kind of stuff. The that, yeah, there were a lot of people killed with the H1N1, but I don't remember anything happening. We've had like hundreds of people, not thousands of people die with this, and everything has been shut down. We're just getting paranoid. And my big concern is, yes, we're going we're gonna to cause maybe the, you know, the flattening of the curve, and we're mm-hmm. not going to overwhelm our medical system, but we're going to overwhelm. Our financial systems, and are we going to be, you know, worse off in the end run? Because maybe we have fewer people dying of of coronavirus, but those same people die of hypertension and heart attacks and everything else because they're so stressed out from all of this. Let's talk about the pandemic. I mean, there's ripple effects to everything. The sporting world and, and auto racing are, are going to hurt big time. And our friends over at Great Lakes Dragway.
2: Yeah, you know, we got about every- three and a half minutes left of uh, in the hour here, Dennis. Um, and yeah, you know everybody's got to go out and get their eight hundred rolls of toilet paper. Let's look back at last week and the amazing racing we saw at Auto Club. That was one hell of a race, wasn't it?
3: Well, we we've seen great racing actually the last couple of weeks. You know, Phoenix it was good. Auto Club was good. and Now, all of a sudden, you know, this is the luck of NASCAR in recent years. You get some momentum. You get some actual good racing on the track, and then kaboom, everything gets shut down right before one of my favorite tracks, Atlanta, that I think was going to put on a heck of a show. And like you said earlier, Jeff, NASCAR, if they were the only thing on the air, today because they've changed the race to saturday if they were the only thing on tv tonight they would have had a huge oh yeah yep and they're they're missing out on that chance and i don't think it kept a single person in nascar healthier by doing this unless somebody tested positive for the virus on some team and we just haven't been told that yet
2: yeah i agree with you and like i said you know they change the rules every week so you know, put a third of the teams on pit road, a third in a parking lot, and a third in a garage. And that way, nobody's close enough to each other to, to, to spit on each other or whatever. And you make them all sign waivers. But, uh, you know, this, it seems like one of their only chances to save their next TV deal. And, uh, again, it just didn't happen.
3: Well, Racers... Racers go out there 200 miles an hour not afraid to flip a car over. I don't think they're going to be that concerned about a virus that isn't killing healthy people. So, you know, racers take their chance every single day. The pit crew members jump out in front of a 3,000-pound car going 50 miles an hour expecting it to stop, and it doesn't always do that, and they've got a safety helmet to protect them. I don't think they're too concerned about a virus yeah, it's serious. I'm not making light of all this. We take risks <laughs> in everything we do every day.
2: Yes, yep, I agree.
1: That is true. All right, Dennis. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on, and uh, look forward to chatting with you next week. And we'll we'll talk about we'll break down the 1964 Daytona 500. How about that?
3: Oh man, Lloyd uh, <laughs> Ruby was just unbelievable in
1: on that one. Uh, all right. So uh all right we'll we'll chat with you next week looking forward to it. Uh, you want to plug anything? He's gone. Oh, he's gone. Just like that. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, I
2: pulled the quick hook on
1: him. You did. Well, let's take a quick break here when we come back. We're going to talk with Eddie LePine uh in uh in his interview with Roger Penske at, which could have been a, looks like it's going to be the last event uh for a few weeks that Amelia Island
2: yeah, well, uh, and then there's <laughs>
1: a, there's also a debate going on. Should they even have had the event last week? So,
2: well, before we get into that, Dennis Michael he joined us on a great Midwest Bank hotline. Is your passion outgrown your home? A great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935.
0: When we come
1: back,
2: with Dr. Eddie Lepine.
1: Coming up next on the Final Inspection Show.